yes, yes, yes. Come on in, come on in. I am glad to be back, and I am glad that you are back. Don't forget to press the follow button so that you can be notified every single time I do a podcast. And while uh, Mercury is in Gemini, I definitely will be talking. (laughs) So it is about four o'clock in the morning. And I've got a story for you guys. So, I have a relative that's a family member member through marriage, right? You know how I go to people marry each other and then that makes cousins. You know, the the other family members make cousins. So we're not really blood family. Uh, It's just a marriage that happened with my relative and his relative. So he calls me and he's telling me about going home so he lives in one part of the state and where he's visiting is about four hours away from where he lives and I'm like okay you know I'm here if you want to chat with somebody while you travel I'm free I'm good we good make sure your phone is charged up make sure you're Got your headphones and all that good stuff. Make sure you got your mask and your hand sanitizer. We good. I'm free. So. He ended up getting a ticket to get on a train, Amtrak or something, coach Somebody. I'm not sure where he had the money, where he got the money from. I'm thinking it was the family member that he was staying with. They was ready for him to go home. So they, you know, got him a one-way ticket out. And so... There was a guy who drives an Uber... I'm assuming it was like the the sister's son or something like that. Whoever. Somebody drove an Uber. And when the guy got off work, he drove my quote-unquote cousin from the house to the train. I'm saying to myself, Why exactly didn't he just get in the Uber? Because I knew he had a bag, but I knew that the bag couldn't be but so big. And why the hell was he leaving so late? Because he lives in one of those towns where 
transportation stopped running early, even where I live at. Transportation starts stops running early. You have to get the your Uber or your Lyft to wherever it is you want to go on a train or whatever. That's what you got to do. So I'm thinking, why did he leave so late? But, <clears throat> but then again, I was like, well, all right, don't make sense to me. Like, and then he had a job. He said he had a job interview the next day. If it was me, I would have left a couple of days early, a day or two early, you know, before my job interview so I could get home, get settled in, go over my resume, you know, do a little bit of researching of, you know, possible questions an interviewer may ask and how I'm going to respond. I would need to get into my zone, get my meditation going, you know, get my mind right. It's a whole process. But he waited to the last minute to leave when he had the job interview the next day. On top of that, the transportation in his town stopped running early. But whatever. So, he's on this train. Amtrak, a coach, whatever it is. And he's talking to me and about nothingness. So I'm thinking, oh, well, I'm just keeping him company. Cool. <laughs> I don't got a problem with it. It's raining. You know, I'm not going anywhere. It's raining cats and dogs, actually. Not going anywhere. I'm half watching a movie. It's cool. Then I started asking him questions like, Yo, my ninja, where your girl at? Oh, you know, this is what happened. And, you know, she was mad at me. And she started doing stuff that she normally don't do. I'm asking her what's wrong. And she don't want to talk. And I don't like it. You know, y'all women. Y'all don't want to talk. Y'all don't want to communicate. And I'm saying in my head, bullshit. Women speak more words per day than a man does per day. Women always want to talk. So if she not talking, she's done. But why is she done? So I said to him, okay. She got kids. Yeah, she got one son, little man. I liked him. I said, okay, cool. So now I'm saying to myself, you're not working. You're staying at a relative's house. And you got a girlfriend who got a kid. And she got responsibilities and priorities. And so, you got to eat, and you got to do laundry, and you got to use the bathroom, 
and you got to brush your teeth and you need soap and deodorant. And then you got a head full of hair. So you definitely need shampoo and conditioner. We ain't talking about no salon. So if you're not working, how are you eating? So I said to him, are you getting unemployment? No. I stopped getting that because I was working and then, you know, with the job, they came to me all of a sudden about a class that I didn't take, but they never told me that I had to take the class. And they told me that they'll get back to me, but I took that as I was fired. I'm saying to myself, we had the great resignation. And the first time I looked at those numbers, it said 4 million people in the United States quit their job. Then that number went up a couple of months later. Excuse me. <coughs> and then I saw something that said 11.5 million jobs are available. There's a shortage of workers. So why would a company get rid of an able-bodied man over something you more than likely had to do on the computer? They would have just pulled you aside and had you do whatever on a computer. Probably has something to do with safety or OSHA or something like that. They would have fired you for that. Something else happened. I'm no fool. So I said to him, Yo, tell me what time you was born. Because I'm, I'm an astrologer. I'm finna check this on out. I'm saying in my head, I'm finna check this out. So he told me what time he was born. And as we were talking, I created his chart. And all of the problems that he's having are mental and emotional. There's nothing in his way. He's in his own way. And he's more focused on being in a committed relationship when he should be focusing on himself. With his Pluto placement at the degree that it's in, in a harsh-ass aspect. That told me he had experienced a complete life overhaul. Family members were no longer in his life. Friends no longer in his life. Job no longer in his life. Stability no longer in his life. Money is funny. That ain't even in his life. He he been he was emptied. 
And the energy probably did it that way because he wasn't taking heed to the signs when they were presenting themselves. Now, Pluto is a very slow-moving planet. So this also tells me that he had plenty of time. As in, like, 12 years, plenty of time. And so once that harsh aspect hit, started from the bottom. He had to go to the bottom. He had the bottom. He has to rebuild his life from scratch. Period. And so I said to him, perhaps you should focus on you because you have a lot of things that you need to do. Oh, I'm going to get an apartment. You need to start with your mindset. Because your Pluto is actually in your 12th house. Mental health. The house of God. (laughs) You should be like The Bible calls it the inner court. You should be in seclusion. You should only come out when it's time for you to do something to rebuild your life. Oh, you know, I'm going to get on it. I'm going to do it, you know. I usually have people helping me. No, no, no. You can no longer do that. That's why, that's part of the reason why you got to start from scratch now. That's part of the reason why you lost everything. With that Aquarius placement, that energy is saying you have to depend on yourself. You got to do it yourself. Nobody going to do it for you. Not with that Aquarius placement. Aquarius is ruled by Uranus and Uranus will shake shit up and have you on your ass. Easy come, easy go type of thing. Uranus will bring situations in and have you say, wait a minute, where the hell did that just come from? And then it'll go just as fast. And you're like, well, wait a whole damn minute now. What the hell just happened? You would think Sonic the Hedgehog just flew past you. So I'm trying to help him get his life in order, but he got to start with his mind first. So you see, staying with, you left one relative's house to go to another relative's house. All right, so when that relative is not there, you really should be focusing on your mind. Because when the relative comes, of course, you're going to be interacting and whatever the case may be. You need solitude to think, to strategize, to organize. When Mercury goes retrograde, it's going to go retrograde back into Taurus. And so everything that was learned, if he learned anything at all, 
during tourist season is going to come back up. So that means this is going to be a delay, right? If you're doing any paperwork for anything at all, a job, your passport, your credit, you're applying for anything, like it's going to be delayed. It's going to go into Taurus. It's going to, and, and when it goes into Taurus, that's the opportunity to tie up loose ends, really think things through in a logical and practical way, and wait for it to go back into Gemini, and then you go and you execute. It's going to be delayed anyway. There's nothing that you can do about the delay. You can say it's due to a shortage of workers, but that's Mercury being in Gemini. Retrograde. So, okay. He gets off of the train. And then he says, oh, my friend is supposed to come in and pick me up. Let me give you a call back. I said, okay. But by this time, there's no transportation there. Which is why I thought he should have left early in the day. Like when he woke up, he should have got his shit together. Okay? And left out of the house from where he was at. So he could make that three-hour commute back to where he lives. So an hour goes by, I didn't hear from him. I'm like, oh, he must be having a good time, good conversation, you know, with his friend, catching up, whatever. You know how friends do. That's not what happened. He called me back, and now we on FaceTime. I'm like, well, I thought you was home. By now, I need to drive like 20 minutes or something like that, half hour or something. Oh, he's not answering the phone. He's not returning my phone calls. I'm seeing him on Facebook, and he's posting, and I'm calling, and clearly he's not going to. So I got to walk. But I got money. I got money in the house. I keep it on a on a uh, debit card because if I take it with me, I'll spend it. I know how I do. I'm saying to myself, that don't make no fucking sense. You put yourself in a position to be stranded. What? You ain't got no money in the house. You don't have no Uber app, nigga. You don't don't have no bank account. So I'm saying to myself, now, I can pay for his Uber to get from the train station to his house. But I decided not to because I see his chart and I know that he has to learn to stop being dependent on other people. This is Aquarius placement. He got to grow up. So I'm thinking that the walk is not you know, a long walk or anything like that. And so he's talking, you know, and walking and he keeps looking all around 
And I'm looking in the background like, well, what the fuck is he looking at? Because it looked like everybody is in their house. It's quiet as hell. Once in a while, a car would drive by. And when I say a while, I mean that. So I'm like, well, what the fuck is he looking for? Shouldn't you feel at home if it's quiet, ain't nothing? But, you know, some people, they don't like it when it's quiet like that. It makes them nervous when things is too quiet. This is mothers. When they have multiple children and the kids are, you know, making all this noise and they're playing. Then all of a sudden the kids get quiet. And you're like, oh, no, let me go check on the kids. And the mother goes off and she runs and checks on the kids. Excuse me, that's how he was. That's maybe that's how he he was. I don't. But then again, with Pluto on the twelfth house, that can be paranoia. See, looking all around, I'm looking around too. Like, and he's walking, and I'm like, Bumbaras, Cloud. It's an hour later. Now I'm feeling a little bad. Like, nah. Maybe I should have paid for his Uber. So I said, are you almost there yet? Yeah, I'm almost there. I said, okay. And he walking. And he talking. I'm like, I'm asking him questions. I said, what's, 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 what's the 411? Like, what's your plans for yourself? I got the job interview tomorrow and I got to you know, pick up my last paycheck from my from my old job and bring them back their ID. Blah, say, blah, say, blah. Okay. Friday's a busy day. Uh, Saturday's a busy day. I gotta, you know, go with my nieces and nephews. They invited me. Gotta go. Okay. All right. Next thing I know is two hours later. And I'm like, nah. No, 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 no. You should have had money to transportation to get from the train to where you live at. I ain't think it would be that long of a walk. Like, nah. Next thing I know, it was three hours later. Then you go, ooh, I'm back. He walked for three hours. And you mean to tell me you you, you rather walk for three hours than had taken your money on your quote-unquote debit card with you when you went to another city? Lies. Lies. The devil is the author of all lies, and there is no truth found in him. Lies. He goes in the house, and we're still on FaceTime. And he sits down in the dark. So at this point, I'm saying, why the fuck am I still on FaceTime? I say to him, okay, I'm glad you made it. You know. 
grab your shower, get in the bed. I'm quite sure you're exhausted after that. You traveled for six hours. Why didn't you leave in the morning? So he said, all right, cuz I'll let you cool. Click. I'm like, no, nah, this ain't it, no. I go back into the chart. And I see all of the restrictions on money, the limitations on money that come from Saturn. And it's in the second house of the money at that. I'm finding the lies. I'm finding the the deceit. I'm finding the things that's hidden that he keeping private. I'm not going to call it hidden. He keeps keeping it private. Things he's, you know, just keep it to himself. But in his heart of hearts, he really desires to be not just in a relationship, but married. And I'm saying to myself, you know, I've been going over this for like two, three days now with these men that need to get their lives in order. They need to get their lives in order before you try to date someone. Why are you dating? You can't, how are you eating? The human body has to eat. The human body has to have a shelter, a roof over their head. You have to take a shower You have to do some laundry. What the hell? And then they want to get mad when a woman don't want them. Now, see, sis, I'm going to tell you what happened with sis. I'm going to tell you what happened. She was a coward. Because she she didn't come out of her mouth and say, listen, I got this small kid. I got responsibilities and priorities. And you're like another kid for me. I can't do it. This relationship has to end. She could have said something. But she didn't. She just was... Putting out bad energy, bad vibes, and being childish and let him get rid of himself. It was easier for her. And and then again, it could have been that she didn't want to hurt her feelings. But at the end of the day, well, she didn't want to hurt his feelings. But at the end of the day, she was still a coward because she wasn't straightforward. She wasn't honest. I understand why she did it because being in a relationship with him was like dead weight. It's dead weight. What good are you? Nobody care about the penis. And this is why I said in a previous podcast, when women produce, provide, and protect for themselves, they kind of don't need a man. But at the same time, men does, do have value. Which is why she decided to date him 
to begin with because men do have value. She didn't like what he came with. And I don't blame her. She'd rather have been single than to be with somebody who was like a second child to her. Don't blame her. I don't. So, as I looked at his chart, he he has like a long way to go. Uh, what will help is when the degrees, the transiting degrees, change. Um, but as those degrees increase, pressure will be applied even more. And if he does not take my advice that I've given to him from off of his own natal chart, I don't, I don't even know how much lower he could go, and I don't want to know that. I'm just going to pray for him. I'm going to pray for his mind and for his heart, and that's it. So what I'm not going to do is coddle a person. I keep saying, like, 2020 was a very, very good year for a lot of people. And if you didn't come out of 2020 with something tangible, you should have came out of 2020 with something intangible. A new attitude, a new mindset, uh, forgiveness, healing, something intangible. Growth, personal growth, personal development, your love language change, something. He's one of those people that left 2020 with nothing. If anybody had any credit card debt during 2020 with unemployment, was given that extra $600 a week, people could have got out of that credit card debt. For those that was building their credit, they could have used that to get those prepaid on cards to establish their credit. They could have put $100 a week in that thing for as long as unemployment was given that money. You could put $100 in there. Easy. As a matter of fact, since you don't got no kids up under your roof, you could have did more than that hundred dollars. This one girl says she saved ten thousand dollars. I said, "You go, girl." I also watch people get the unemployment money and completely jerked it. By the time unemployment stopped, they was dead and stinking broke and had to go look for a job. And they had nothing to show for all of that money but clothes. That's it, clothes. Honey, 
I was so lit. I did a whole lot of things, tangible and intangible, okay? That was like the best thing. I was telling one of my friends, like, that's like the best year of opportunity of my life. I had got so much done. Oh, my God, I got so much done. My God, I got so much done. I had never been that financially stable and ahead. I was always keeping my head above water. But when 2020 came, I was able to stand on top of the water and be ahead. I've seen this lady, an article with this lady and her husband. They had a couple of kids, like three kids, something like that, melanated family. Excuse me. And they bought a mansion and moved the entire, both from both sides, moved the entire family into that mansion. I said, you go, girl. There was another girl who I grew up with from my childhood neighborhood. She brought land and had houses built on that land. It was like the main house and then a guest house. I said, you bitch, you better work it. Okay. She did that. People left 2020 with something. There were some people who was able to pay off their student loans in 2020. Okay? I don't understand. I don't, and I don't want to. (coughs) I don't want to understand. How the hell did he leave 2020 with not even a driver's license? You didn't even get that. Like, nothing. What the hell was you thinking? What was he thinking? So I'm going to delineate his chart to 2020. I'm going to see what happened. What happened? I'm going to start with April of 2020 because the epidemic was announced in March. Even though it was already in the U.S. of December of 2019, the announcement wasn't made until March 2020. So I want to go to April. I want to start there. I'm going to progress it until the end of 2020. Because I want to, I want to, what was he thinking? I want to know what was he thinking. And then I want to take a look at my chart because I'm learning all these things. I I think I got the answer. I want to take a look at my own Saturn, transiting Saturn and transiting Mars and even transiting Mercury because Mercury is um, the planet for um, relatives as well as siblings and relatives, cousins, uncles, aunts, all of that. Because I need to take a look at 
why am I crossing all of these men? And it's like, don'ts. It ain't even do's, it's don'ts. Stay away. So I want to take a look at that. But at the same time, I know that I'm going to meet my person who I'm going to marry in a couple of more months. So I know that I am in preparation. for this wonderful event. So let me just insert something right here for everyone listening to this podcast. If you are single, everybody, this is the year of the bride. Uh, And Yeshua calls men brides as well. Uh, He doesn't mean, it's not meant, you know, in that context, in the Bible, um, it also means men, okay? This year, 2022, is the year of the bride, from January to December. And everyone who is single and they desire or want to be married, they're going to meet the person that will bring that opportunity for marriage, Everyone who is in a relationship and you and they're looking to be married, you're gonna have that opportunity this year from January to December. You wanna look at the asteroid vertex in your chart. And it's another one. Uh, Juno. You wanna look at that as well. The main houses that you wanna see those two in. The fifth house and the seventh house. It's the main two houses. Those are the most important houses. Okay. Asteroid Vertex and Juno. J-U-N-O. Now everybody's season is different. It's going to be contingent upon your rising sign. It's going in seasons. Um. Um, so I don't, how am I going to explain this? So we have the rising signs, earth, air, fire, and water, right? And they all represent different seasons. So if your rising sign, let's say, is in the element of fire. So the time that you're going to meet your person uh, will be during the summer. Fire represents the summer. So that's how you'll know an estimated time frame of when you'll meet your persons. So look at your rising sign, look at the element of it, and then think about what season that element represents, okay? Earth, air, fire, and water, winter, summer, spring, and fall. Okay. You also want to see your vertex and your Juno between that fifth house and that seventh house. Okay. Um, Those are the most important houses. Now, if you see your vertex in your 10th house, this is saying that uh, you can meet your person online. 
whether that's Instagram or a Facebook dating group or a dating app, is going to be online, okay? Please be careful with these people online because, you know, they, people can pretend to be anybody that they want to be online, all right? Be careful. Know what questions that you should be asking. Be uh, direct with your questions. And um, um, there's one question that I want to give you to ask. It's on my spirit. And the question is, can you financially support yourself? Can you financially support yourself? <clears throat> There's no reason why an able-bodied man should not have some form of an income in 2022. Well, all of these jobs that are available and all of these different ways for people to get around any barriers to entry talked about that in my previous podcast, okay? So, I just wanted to share that story with my quote-unquote cousin. Though we're not blood, we're related through my family member and his family member being married. I got umba. And, um, yeah, I'm just going to pray for him. I, I... I have my own things that I need to focus on and he needs to focus on what his signs are showing him in his life. (laughs) And I'm going to take two steps back because if he comes back down this way, I don't want him to think that he could come to my house and stay for weeks at a time and then I'm going to have to pay for his one-way ticket back home to get out of my house. And I'm not going to feed him for that time either. I see it. and nip it in the bud immediately. I ain't with it. I have zero children up under my roof. I don't even have pets to financially support. I'm not going to financially support a grown man. Mm-mm. I'll help. Like, if he wanted money for transportation to get to a job interview, I'll do that. If it was really that deep where he couldn't eat, I'd send some money. I would also tell him to go down to the Department of Social Services and apply for food stamps. Whoever you living with, you eating is on them. I went through that already a couple of years ago and I had three of my brothers living with me and none of them had an income and everything was on me. Conair bill increased. Supplies ran out quicker. Had to spend more money on groceries. Mm -mm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I ain't interested. I think I paid my dues to life. Now I'm looking to pay different dues to life when I get around to it. 
All right, you guys. Remember, click on that follow button so that you will be notified every single time I do a podcast. And I will be talking, seeing that we have Mercury in Gemini. And that will be in that sign for about two months. And I'm quite sure I will have a lot to say. There is a link attached to this podcast that will take you over to my website where there's a whole bunch of things going on. I am a professional astrologer and I am looking out for people. I am also uh, sharing some information about the next upcoming wealth transfer. Okay, we need to secure the bag and and really make some some power moves. Okay, I think I'll talk more about this next wealth transfer um, in another podcast. Matter of fact, I think I got a few minutes on here left. So listen, with this next wealth transfer that's coming up, right? I saw it in the transiting chart first quarter of 2023. Though I got my fingers crossed of what happened between October and December of this year, it is not likely to happen. However, it is likely to happen the first quarter of 2023. So what we're going to experience is a scandal coming out, excuse me, about Bitcoin, about some money laundering, um, Bitcoin is going to crash. It's going to crash the entire cryptocurrency arena and and the stock market as well. That's going to crash too. And um, the stocks will make it. Um, the companies and the stocks will make it through the crash. However, there's a plethora of cryptocurrencies that will not make it through the Bitcoin cryptocurrency crash. Okay? There's a select few that will. Um, there's a cryptocurrency that God had told me about. Um, it's going to take the number one spot on the list of cryptocurrencies. And right now, uh, I don't know how much is Bitcoin, 40 something thousand. Well, this cryptocurrency that God told me about is going to take that number one spot. Okay. We're talking about some serious money here. Right. There's another cryptocurrency that God told me about that people have been, you know, buying. And God said to me, when when it reaches two dollars and seventy five cents, that is going to create so much wealth for people that is going to be passed down for generations. You heard that? He put an S at the end of that. He said it'll pass down for generations. F-O-R. Okay? Right. So these cryptocurrencies, I did put it in my ebook, in which when you click on the link, it'll take you to my little ebook. It's about five pages. You download it, print it, screenshot it, repackage it, resell it, whatever you want to do. I could care less. I don't have a fear of scarcity, and I'll share the information. I don't have a problem with that. Right? Okay. So in the process of this cryptocurrency crash. What's going to happen is the wealthy tycoon money moguls, yeah, they're going to lose their wealth. And when people lose their wealth, they tend, heaven forgive me, God forgive me. I pray against that spirit in the name of Jesus. Bind it and cast it out into the pits of hell and forbid its re-entrance in Jesus' name. 
when wealthy people lose their wealth, they tend to commit suicide. And so the Bible talks about a great wealth transfer and how the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the just. And so this people that's going to be losing their money, that money is going to be coming to people like you and I. Yes, it's a, 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 the, a, at the expense of someone else's life. But we're going to pray against that a spirit of suicide in Jesus' name. They shall live and not die in Jesus' name. I suggest you go into uh, YouTube and put in the search bar, the 1929 stock market crash and the Great Depression, and watch that documentary. Now, when we have this Bitcoin crash, we're going to go back into a depression, which is why I've been telling people to store food. I did a podcast um, talking about food shortage been telling people what to do. People are going to lose their jobs um, if they work in these places like the New York Stock Exchange and all these, you know, other places, whatever. Um, Businesses are going to go out, you know, all all kind of things, all mannerism of things. We're going to have a reenactment of that 1929 stock market crash and Great Depression. Get your food together, buy your frozen, get it in the can, uh, start learning how to uh, stockpile. They got them people on YouTube. Um, what the hell are they called? Uh, food preppers. Yeah, start paying attention to them. You want to get, you want to pay attention to them, okay? So, this crash will happen this year in 20. 20- 22. Expect that to be around one of the eclipse moons, okay? Whether it's a new moon or a full moon, it's going to happen this year, okay? Stock up on food. Your little items that you need, batteries, whatever the case may be, dish washing, liquor, all that, garbage bags, toilet tissue, all that, all that. Stock up on it. Because the prices are going to go up for it, right? There's some people that have been saving seeds. Now, I can't grow nothing because I live in an apartment. But I tell you what, when we had that um, uh, Black Friday, I was telling people to get a deep freezer. And I've been having my deep freezer. So you know what I was doing? Anything that I could buy that's frozen, been buying it little by little and putting it in my deep freezer. I bought myself a pantry closet. Right, I don't remember what I got it for, $40, $50, whatever. It was from Target. And I put that bad boy together. I had the power drill going, y'all. I was getting it together. Okay? Because I'm a professional astrologer. I know what's coming to send a chart. I was putting it together, and that's where I stuck my, my, uh, my pasta and my cans, my little seasonings. I got potatoes in the can. Just in case I can't get no fresh potatoes, it's all good. I'm still going to have mashed potatoes. I got potatoes in the can. Okay? I got milk in a can. Dude, this was, this was, uh, not sweet and condensed milk, evaporated milk. You take that evaporated milk uh, and fill that same can with water twice, do it twice, and put all of that in a separate container. You have yourself some milk. 
So now you can have your oatmeal or make your cornbread with your milk, whatever you're going to do. You have milk. You don't have to worry about the cow milk. You ain't a cow anyway. Don't drink that. Then they have the Parmalat milk that stays on the shelf for a little while. Little things that you can get and start stockpiling. Okay? I got my little cooking oil and all that stuff, my olive oil, my grapeseed oil, a little at a time. Don't stress yourself. I didn't stress myself. Don't stress yourself. Do what you can. And and go inside Family Dollar and Dollar Tree and Dollar General and all that stuff. Get whatever they got for a dollar. Listen. Okay? Okay. Um, we also got some crazy weather coming up, too. With all of the tornadoes and stuff like that. Um, if you're south, south... Uh, my God. I don't even remember on the maps, either south, southeast, or south, southwest of the map, you need to prepare for tornadoes, that's going to be crazy, crazy, like, as in crazy, like, the stuff that's happening, the stuff that's coming, you have never seen it before, okay, so you want to get prepared for that, all right, what else did I see, well, that's about it, Right. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, that's about it. All right, it's the main things is be in preparation if you normally get tornadoes or if you live on that side of the map, south, south, east, south, southwest of the map in the United States. Uh, prepare for a tornado. Uh, Get that um, portable battery that they use for camping. I got mine from Amazon. It was $200. Okay. Get that. If you have a gas stove, you might be okay as far as cooking goes. But if you got an electric stove, uh, when, those, when those tornadoes hit, your stove is not going to work. You're definitely going to need that um, that um, portable battery. Okay. Um, all right, yeah. All right. All right, and I told you guys about the alone for your water to clean your water, right? Okay. All right, all right. I just want to make sure I'm looking out for y'all. Make sure y'all Gucci, okay? Um, about that portable battery, I want you to, whatever you choose to get, I want you to look at the voltage on it. Because you're going to have to get, you know, a hot plate or whatever, a burner, whatever. Uh, look at the voltage on the, the hot plate as well. And make sure the voltage on the hot plate is lower than the voltage on your portable outdoor battery. Okay? Because if the voltage is higher, it won't work. And you're going to be shit out of luck. So don't do that. Okay? All right, you guys, thank you for spending an hour with me. <laughs> I did run through that real fast. <laughs> but it's all good. All right, until next time, shalom. <laughs>